Ah, here we go. Three, two, one. Yo, was that going? Like, I can't hear It was anything. going, but you know what? I think what we should do, <laughs> I think what should happen here is that I should, you should just, we'll just start recording and then you fucking throw that on top of it or something. Okay. Because I thought I heard something, but then it was like quiet for like 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's not the best. I'm going to, I'm not going to even lie. Like, this shit's not the best. It's, it's, as far as playing tracks and shit, it's going to be really whatever but yeah yeah i think you should do that in post or just be it should just be added in post or something okay what's up everybody welcome back to the not your average nerds podcast i'm your host rudy vela and today i am joined by me juan guerra it's your boy, Kingpin. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing Mark Cooper's latest album, Gerald's Field. So um, a little backstory on uh, our podcast and Mark Cooper. We actually, uh, well, Steve was the first one who uh, met Mark Cooper at, um, I'm forgetting the name of the event, Steve. What is that? Project Cypher. Yeah, so Project Cypher. And what Project Cypher is, it's uh, an event that's put on uh and the proceeds for the event go to helping out a uh family in need with a uh, it's a child with a, a disease or disability mm-hmm. um so they so this guy ryan would put the show together before covid you know he'd do it every year and he would put the show together and he would just um reach out to random you know like people that he knew in the music business other uh, local mcs mcs from you know, fairly, fairly close side of state, but like people that were in his reach that he had heard of personally. And, um, and we would, everybody would go, uh, to the event and people would perform and it would draw a crowd and all the money from the door, from the bar sales and everything from that event would be donated to the family, uh, for that child. And, um, one, I, I, I had done it. It was probably my third time that I was there and I wasn't there as a performer. I was there to, well, that time actually I was there as a performer, but it was my first time performing, but I'd been there two years prior and I'd go there to give toys. So when I was there performing, that's why I actually ran into him because we're sitting backstage and he had a homeboy that had a big TV on his head. (laughs) And I was sitting in the backstage looking at him like, what is this dude doing with a big TV on his head? And this dude got a power glove on. This is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, you know i approached him and we we got to talk and he was telling me what he did i still didn't understand what it was that he was trying to you know about the nerdcore thing but i was like all right cool you know good luck on your show and i went out to watch him and when i seen him perform and listened to what he was saying i was like holy shit this dude's dope like he's rapping about stuff i love but not just like making a single reference to make it a dope line like doing the whole song about you know like he did the mortal Kombat high mm-hmm. and i'm just listening to it right there front stage and everybody's just nodding their heads like yeah because his beat was dope but i'm like listening to him and i'm like yo this dude is like legit dissecting this game and breaking it down through his lyrics and it's the coldest shit i've heard in forever so you know like after that i approached him like yo i got i got in touch with you bro and um and that's how it, you know, started from there. Yeah, so uh, I, I remember when Steve got back from that event, um, he was like, hey, you guys need to check out this guy, Mark Cooper. Um, he's doing some shit with music, you know, that I've never really seen before or heard before. And um, then we had an event coming up in Detroit. Uh, we were, I, I always get it confused. There it was um, Motor City Comic Con and yeah. Michigan. It was the Motor City one. Michigan. Is it? Okay. It was the Motor City one yeah. that we were at. Okay. So, yeah. So, we had an event going out into uh, Motor City Comic Con in Detroit. And we met some really awesome people there that we still uh, stay in contact with and everything like that. But uh, oh, yeah. one of the things we were excited about was Mark Cooper was going to be there. And he was going to be doing a panel. Then he was going to be 
performing. So uh, we got to hang out with him, talk with him a little bit. And I remember on the ride up there, me and Juan were kind of uh, familiarizing ourselves with his, um, uh, his albums a little bit more and listening to his music. And uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, it, he takes fandoms that we all know and love and he breaks them down not even not even at, at a basic level like he takes he takes stuff that like you have to watch every episode of something to understand the reference and it's like dang that dude's done mm-hmm. a lot of research to make some some rhymes like that so um like steve said he is part of a genre called nerdcore and what nerdcore is like steve said it's not it's not this random one line in a song talking about throwing money at the club and hood shit and then talking about pokemon go <laughs> it's 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 like a, a whole song based on that like mortal Kombat high yeah like, like how somebody would be yeah, like someone would be like you know i'm out here getting dough chasing these hoes like pokemon go they use that one line just to make that line like that little thing you know sound cool but you know it's like they do they really appreciate Pokemon Go? Yeah, you know, it's, it's like just because it rhymed. It just rhymed and you know, whatever. But Mark, like he like, man, is you know, like listening to his albums was just like, whoa. How can you like I, I even myself, I'm like, yo, you know how hard it would be? Or I mean, I, I can only imagine as somebody who write who's written music, but like to stick to just that. I mean, I know there's a lot to go off of if you're really into it, but man, just he does a song about like Mortal Kombat hides nothing but Mortal Kombat references and it's deep. Like he talks about their powers, their backgrounds, their appearance, their weapons, the the uh you know how you choose the the place where you fight at. You know, he talks about all like everything. So it's like he really is thorough with everything and it's and it's, I don't think so much it's research. I think it's just experience of what he loves, you know, and that's what makes it so authentic. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, like he had to have watched every single episode or played every <laughs> single game of these franchises and everything. Um, so on top of that, um, on top of him making these songs about different video games and animes and everything like that, he also created this storyline of his own within these albums. And it's about um, the storyline following this character named Player One which is Mark Cooper um, battling in this um, or, or against this enemy named Major. And it's essentially like uh, throughout his life, people were curious, like, why would you go the route of nerdcore and not just do normal music? Like, why not yeah, go like to a like a major label, label company and our company and go towards like, you know, the, the major type of music. So it's about his character, Major One, duking it out with Major. But he's, I mean, like I said, he created this storyline that he fits into all of this, all of this music on these tracks. I mean, he has, um, what was it? The All Spark. Well, I am Player One. The All Spark. Yep. Test Drive, and now Gerald's Field. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so, if you haven't listened to any of those, I mean, of course, go back and check it out and everything like that. He's on Spotify. Yeah, so he's, Apple he's on Music. Spotify. You can find him on his website uh, on his website called I Am Mark Cooper, um, or just check him Bandcamp. out on social media. Just yep. uh, Mark Cooper. Uh, the the thing that strikes me is like crazy is when I, I remember bringing it to you guys and telling you like, "Yo, this dude <clears throat> did the because I got I got his albums from him there at that where I met him. So I bought them from him and listened to them before I talked to you guys." I remember thinking like this is like this is a very like drawn out story. He hires people to do the voices of your of characters we love. Um and like just you know, like the story itself is is just a really good story, you know what I mean? But then when we met when we were with him in Detroit, this is what, uh, a couple a couple years ago already. Yeah. And he was already in like he just released Gerald's Field. So he was telling uh, us a couple was, years ago. Uh, wait, what's that? This drive. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like and he already like he already had it mapped out. Like his story, he already had it start to finish before he even started like making the albums. You know, so it's like 
that's why I feel like when you listen to them, it's, it's so it's so solid because it's like this dude had it all ready planned out for years. It was just a matter of executing it type of deal. Definitely. Getting it getting it recorded. Like I remember him telling us about Gerald's field at that event in Detroit. And I was like, like where, what? Where you, you know? To? Yeah, you know, and I'm like, you've already got this all thought out. And he's like, Yeah, man. Like it's all in my head. I already got it playing, you know, like I already got it mapped out. I just gotta work out a couple things. I'm hoping to get these people on this song and blah blah blah. And to hear him speak that into fruition and to see it hear it now is like damn. It's very that's very inspiring in itself, you know what I mean? But just the quality of the, the album that that we got to listen to is just it's just crazy, you know, like from one artist to another mark, that's outstanding. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I uh yeah, I I forgot that he was uh you know, mapping out what he was doing with Gerald's field, but I do remember him uh talking to us after his panel about what his his plan was and like how that episode of hey arnold meant so much to him and uh that he wanted to use that idea to create the i guess the ending point of this story well i don't even know if it's the ending point but the ending point of this um chapter of player one because i mean definitely this is still something that he can continue on with um but yeah so i can't really say ending because i don't i don't know for sure if that is but yeah um, hope it's yeah. not <laughs> so um getting to gerald's field uh so like i said this is um what it seems like the ending of this chapter of i am player one um the character who mark uh, cooper plays like we said or like steve said he has the uh, power glove but he has um the left-handed power glove and everything like that as well um so we're gonna break down like what we thought about this uh, favorite tracks, uh, favorite lines, if you guys have them, because that's one of my favorite things about listening to Mark Cooper is trying to dissect his lyrics and actually pay attention to like what he's um, referencing, because being a nerd, there's so much in there that you can just dig down and be like, holy crap, that's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Juan, we haven't heard much from you. So what do you think of uh, Gerald's Field? All right, before I continue, I just want to let everybody know that's listening right now, we are doing this over Discord, so if there is a breakup in audio or anything or any kind of dropouts, just keep that in mind. This is not the normal setup that we normally run with. So just for you. horrible. Yeah, so for for everybody listening and saying, wow, what the fuck happened? Like, that's what's going on right now, just to give you a, you know, an idea. So nobody's wondering if it's their setup or whatever. It's just Discord and the Internet. Are we uh, are we doing the robot voice? No, not not too bad. It's but I it is uh, noticeable. That, I mean, it's obviously not as fluid as it normally would be. So I just kind of want to give everybody a heads up. Okay. Um. Okay. So, what did I think of Gerald's Field? So you guys hit a lot of spots. Um, I I came into Gerald's Field wondering who he was going to have on the album and where it was going to go because after test drive with the way test drive ended i got super excited when you know you hear this crowd you're going to hear like this crowd roaring when he gets to he because he gets to gerald's field in test drive and then there's like the setup and build up for this um kind of like battle right that's going to happen so you already anticipate the battle for me i was anticipating it and then when this album came out, I was like, okay, cool. Can't wait to hear it. And then you finally get to that point. Uh, you know, there's the first battle, and it's a track called Without Hesitation. And in the track, he has, I believe those are the voices. I never, I haven't confirmed with Mark myself, but like, I believe that is Cell's voice, and I believe it's the dude that plays Vegeta, uh, Chris, right? Uh, Chris Sabat. Sabat. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I believe those are the guys. I, 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 like I said, I haven't confirmed, but from you know, going based on the other albums, I would assume that's what it. That's what it is. And yeah, because uh, like what what uh like the past albums, he's had like Optimus Prime. He's yep. had uh Tommy Oliver, aka Jason David Frank. Like he's had some mm-hmm. really cool SpongeBob people hop on and just like throw out their voice, which is really. He's cool. had a ton of people, which 
when Steve introduced him to me and stuff, like I was like, okay, cool, that's what's up. And then like actually listening to the music and hearing all those those people that we love, uh, that's what really yeah. kind of got me going. I was like, oh fuck, that's dope. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, overall I think this this album stands out to me. Uh, because I didn't know how it was going to close. Like I, I listened all the way through it. I, I was working out and I was drawing and, and stuff like that. So I listened to it and I listened through it and, uh, I love it. Like, um, I, I will say that this is probably my, I like this one and I like the Allspark. Those are my two favorite albums, this one and the Allspark. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to give too much stuff. Should I should I say the stuff like my favorite track or what? Because I don't want to like you know, <laughs> I don't want to like I'm excited to talk about it, but I don't want to just like fucking jump over you guys. Well, Steve, Steve, just like on on your thoughts, like you want to jump in there and add in some. Not not your favorite. Yeah, there you track go. yet, but we'll we'll do Steve and then we'll I'll I'll, I'll finish up the thoughts and then we'll go to Thank favorite you. tracks. Uh, thoughts on just on just Gerald's field or just yeah, just overall, from... like what did you think of the album? It is to me. I will say this: I um enjoyed this one so much because you know it's it's like when you it's kind of like I'm hoping to get the same feeling when I read the last Ronin's last book type of deal. You know what I mean? Like you, know, you wait and wait, you you get pieces of it, and you got to wait for the next installment. You know, and then you get it, and this was very satisfying. It's like honestly, even from I Am Player One up until Gerald's Field thing i really liked about this was it's it's amazing hip-hop to begin with for one lyrically um and production wise mark does all the beats and um he is an he's an amazing producer just as good as he is a rapper and um it's like with this these albums it's like you can literally uh close your eyes and just listen to it you can kind of actually get the animation and like like visualize it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you hear it, you hear it. The, for me, I I listen to Gerald's Field uh, at work, stuck in this cooler. I'm going. I have it. I freshly downloaded, listening to it. Right. I'm just soaking it in. Like oh damn, this is a dope. Like for me initially, I'm like this is a dope beat. Oh, oh did you hear what he just said? Oh okay, this is pretty cool. Oh I like this. But then second time I got to hear it all the way through again. I just kind of put my headphones in. I was home, um, here sitting here just having a drink, and I started listening to it. You know, you just kind of put my head back, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy!" I can like literally visualize the character, like when you know, uh, cells doing no hesitation, and then when Vegeta comes on, and like I'm just listening to it, but like what they're saying, you know, I don't know. It's like just uh, the interludes and everything. It's like one big cartoon for me for sure it's and it's just so it's so dope like just to like sit back and take it in i haven't honestly even in some of my favorite albums i haven't i don't really think that i've actually come across uh, a straight up hip-hop album or set of albums that i can do that to i know like you listen to like i mean certain songs i can with certain artists you know, like a Nas or a big pun but not like to the point of how I do it with, with Mark's music. I think for one straight up that separates him from a lot because like he's so in depth with it. Like, I can like literally picture it because I know these franchises. I know these characters. I'm invested in them all. And um, so yeah, you know, like as a fan of hip hop, as a fan of nerd, nerddom, you know, like all this stuff, it's, it's just such a treat for me. No, because I love everything from the production. Like I'm, I'm, I listen to it for the lyrics, and then another time I listen to it and I really soaked it in. That's when I could visualize it. And then now when I'm driving, now I start and I'm listening to it. I'm like, yo, that beat is crazy. That's a you know, like I I break it down into different levels. Like always, when I generally listen to an album the first time, the beat catches me. Then I'll pay attention to the lyrics. Then if I can take it all in, like. Then secondary, honestly, it comes where I'm like, oh, damn, these beats are actually really crazy. But with him, I'm, my second phase is like, I can visualize all this. This is crazy. I can see Vegeta talking crazy to Cell, or I can see Sonic talking to him about Sega and that track. You know, it's like, it's crazy. It was just a different experience for me. 
And that I would like to say, I appreciated that as just a fan and as a listener, mm-hmm. that really was something for me, something, a new aspect of hip hop that I haven't really had a whole lot of experience in, you know, cause like, you know, when you listen to hip hop music, my type of hip hop, it's, uh, oh yeah, I, I pay attention to the lyrics obviously in the story, but it's like not something that like, I'm not from Queens Boulevard. You know what I'm yeah. saying I'm not from you know from here, but you know, I do know the arena that Cell and Vegeta and Goku and everybody throw down in. You know, so when he's talking and no hesitation, I'm literally picturing him on the white tiles. Yeah, going back and forth. You know, and, and since and, you know Mark, you can just see him going. Yeah, on there. you know. So mm-hmm. that was it's just you know to me that's my experience with this album, and it was it's incredible to me. Like I, I love it. I. I I listened, once when Swan hit me up and told me about it, I was like, "Oh shit!" I, I didn't know, you know, I had to go look for it, and I was like, "Oh damn, you got a new one!" I downloaded it right away and just went into it. And I honestly, I listen to it at least once a day. You know, if I'm at work in the cooler or if I'm sitting here at the house cooking, you know, it's something that I just now it's just I play it because I just enjoy it thoroughly like that. Yeah. So I I uh I don't want to press too much on what you guys are saying because i mean same exact thing as you guys I, I really did enjoy uh the immersion like how steve said you can uh visualize him within these animations you can see the landscapes and the characters and everything that he's bringing to life with his lyrics with his vocals and everything like that um but no i i mean uh also same thing i i just i really enjoyed it for what it was and for what the closure was and just uh, all around i thought it was a really good album um, one thing that I did want to touch on, though, um, that was a little bit different was I, I like the fact that Mark created certain characters for this storyline. And I I mean, almost even like you're invested in them because like you're looking for them on this album um, yeah. so much to the point to where when like track one is like a um, uh, like a story track, uh, like how we said it, it's all about him telling the story of player one. And track one is a story track of this new AI character because while he's exploring all these lands and going through uh, the last album, which was Test Drive, um, I want to say even the one before that, um, he gets hooked up with this artificial intelligence named Sabrina. Uh, And she helps him through these trials and stuff. And um, she's kind of a smart ass and gives him a hard time and this and that. But... It it was to me. I thought it was cool because like I was waiting for that Sabrina, like how he does in the last one. Mm-hmm. And so when when he gets the mix up of like, oh no, I'm Kimmy, I'm your new AI, and he's like, yo, where the hell Sabrina? Like that's how I was listening to it. I was like, all right, I don't where's like Sabrina. <laughs> where's Sabrina? So I, yeah, so I I thought that was really cool that, um, you know, with with some music, he created a storyline where you're actually invested with these characters it 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 brought me back to um that logic album where he's telling the story of those two guys going to um that new planet they're trying to find a uh like an inhabitable uh, uh inhabitable planet uh to take people from earth there and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you're yeah. journeying with them with all the other crap that they go through it, it reminded me of that like production wise but just on a very larger scale because it's across four albums but um no i i, I thought that was really cool that it, it's like it's like the cooper came, verse yeah and so when she <laughs> came up i was like who the hell's kimmy <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i, I, I did that too that. i was like wait was cool. i was like wait what the hell mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's like sabrina i was like oh hell no <laughs> That was cool. Yeah, so I mean, no, I I really did enjoy uh enjoy this album. I same thing. Uh, it was fun trying to dissect and uh, pay attention to the lyrics. I mean, like how Steve said, you can listen to this thing multiple times because, like, one, you'll enjoy it for just like you know something to uh, listen to with the background or in the background while you're working on something, not really paying attention. But then it is also fun to listen to it and pay attention to the lyrics. And not just have it playing like music. You're actually trying to listen to what he's saying and trying to piece together the references and everything like that because there were a lot of really good ones in this album. Um, 
but yeah, so Juan, you were you were uh, excited to jump into this, so I'll let you start again. Uh, what was your favorite track of this uh, this album? All right, so I told Steve before we even started the shit that I had several tracks Boy, that I really you... liked, but I uh, if I had to choose just one, like if I had to choose one that I go back to and I listen to uh, a lot, it's uh, the Di Joe track. And I'm not even a big G.I. Joe guy. Like, um, he's he's naming up. I don't even know how many name drops there are in that that song. But I know that I don't know half of them. Like, I don't even know who half the people are. But the beat and I thought the lyrics, like, even like I'm trying to sit there and, and like it goes along with what you guys are saying as far as visuals go. I'm trying to visualize what that character looks like and what that character's ability is or what his special perk is or whatever it is um based on the lyrics that they're you know describing so uh like i don't remember this it's not star screamer it's star something and i'm just like sitting there listening to like these lyrics and i'm like oh that sounds like a badass i don't even know what he does i just, just sounds cool like it sounds fucking dope to me so just off of that song alone i wanted to do a gi joe sketch just a, just a draw just because of that because of that one song um to me it felt um as far as like a the music goes it felt like a uh and i told you guys too it felt like a uh, a jedi mind trick style um beat to me like it reminded me of like the jedi jedi mind trick beats or the uh army of pharaohs and um okay. even the guy that's on the track there's a guy that's on that track um what's his name I actually don't know who it is, but he reminds me of Esoteric. I don't know if you guys know who Esoteric is, but uh, it sounded a lot like the the he had the same kind of flow as Esoteric to me, and th it, which makes it even cooler to me because Esoteric is part of the Army of Pharaohs, um, and in that same vein as the Jedi Mind Tricks and stuff. But so yeah, so I wanted to cut you off uh, real quick. Um, so the people in that song is somebody by the names of Word Burglar <laughs> <laughs> and Nonsense. Okay. Which oh, yeah. Word Burglar is amazing. Word Burglar. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I see, I also see something Prowess the Testament. I don't know if that's, was there four people on that track? Oh, there, there could have been. I, I'm actually looking at it on Amazon Music and okay. it just shows the two. But there, it, it's like dot dot dot. Okay, so yeah, words, it so. says prowess the testament. So like, I'm not familiar with a lot of the artists that are on the album myself, like that well. Right. But that one for me, I don't know. It felt like it flowed so uh, it flowed really good, and then even ju it's just everything together. I think that's why it's my favorite. It just felt to me like that was the most complete uh, track, like to me. But that's my, that's my favorite one. I, I love that though because like how you said. That you're, I mean, I grew up with you, and I, I know we used to play with the the toys and stuff like that because, let's face it, they had the best articulation in the game. Right. Like, if you wanted a good <laughs> character to, you know, karate fight with, and you didn't want their arm just to be up in the air for no reason, <laughs> you had to have GI Joes. GI Joes were. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, it reminds me of uh, that Naruto track that he has in um not test drive it is all oh, the chunin exams yeah the chunin exams i want to say that's from um, uh all spark yeah is that yeah okay so yeah the all spark um i i remember my two best friends growing up they were like super hardcore into naruto and i enjoyed the fight scenes but there was so much of it to consume and that was like right around the time i just got my first job i was playing lacrosse I was like, you know, I was super busy, so I was mad because I love anime, but I couldn't watch it with them. And then by the time <laughs> I wanted to revisit it, I was like, fucking 900 hours. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so um, I never really watched it after that. Um, but it was so cool. Just how you said the same thing with G.I. Joe. It's almost like um, I understood a lot about Naruto after watching or after listening to Chunin exams because he breaks down so much of these characters and explains so many plot points and stuff that it's like holy shit um but yeah so it, it it made me appreciate naruto without even watching it just like 
G.I. Joe did that with you. That's what's up. <laughs> but, um... Hey, uh, yeah. real quick, before... I, I do want to say that there is another song that it, I just vibed with. I, I don't know, like, um, it, it hit. It hit different to me. Because uh, normally, I don't usually get, like, emotional with tracks or anything, but there was a song on here, and I don't remember which track it was, but it's talking about essentially you want to become somebody big on the internet, right? You want some kind of like, I don't know if it's clout or uh, not. The clout program. Is that what it is? Okay. Well, there's one called, um, there's one called Careful. Okay. That's about like wanting to be a streamer. That's it. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, Careful. That's literally the careful one. Careful is about. And. Yep. And then uh, for the clout is like another thing about streaming, like. Yeah, but somebody uh, will just do whatever, you know. He even drops Doctor, what is it, Doctor Disrespect, mm-hmm. and then like he drops all these names of like anything for the clout type of deal. I don't know. It was, it was that was a good song, but yeah, the one I think you're talking about is the uh, careful. Okay, and that there's okay. So the thing I'm referencing here is like when I, because we were gonna pick like lyrics or something that you know that i guess that you felt and the ones i don't know the exact lyrics but he's talking about when you're setting up and you're trying to be a streamer and you think that you might hit it big or whatever it is that you only have this one view you start off with this one view and it turns out that it's just you looking at your stream to make sure that it's actually working correct like there's nobody watching yeah and I, i i fucking felt that because I remember playing like some of the games and stuff on on our Facebook account and nobody would be watching me. Right. And I would just be doing the shit myself or even when I like post a video or I'm doing a uh, a giveaway or something. And in the beginning, there's nobody there. You're just kind of talking to yourself in this camera mm-hmm. and 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 there's like nobody watching. But you're looking at your phone to make sure that actually it's actually working so that like that that part of it. I I resonated with and he, he mentions other shit in there that you go through like even oh there was another line about like the screaming that happens behind OBS when when the OBS is yeah. on I was like holy yeah like, I felt all that I was like dude that's so right because you're fucking just sitting there I mean even today when before we started recording I was having issues with our SD card and you guys don't see that but you know it happened before we actually recorded so I felt that's another song that I was feeling. But yeah, you yeah. guys are good. You guys can take off. I just not. I want to say that. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I liked all the like a lot of the stuff that he was saying in there because I, yeah, I remember the, um, talking about the OBS not working, and that one definitely, uh, struck a chord with me because <laughs> there have been several times where it's like there have even been times where it's like, oh, we'll talk about, oh, we're gonna stream on this day, and it just goes so bad that it's like we're not streaming. Right. <laughs> So real, so real. So yeah, I oh, yeah. I I, uh, I relate with that as well. Um, so my my favorite track on this album, uh, there was one that stood out to me. Um, but I will leave that one for after Steve goes, just in case that's Steve's pick. Um, because it's not my first pick, but um, so I'll bring that one up later. But. My first pick was probably the one that stood out to me the first time around, and um, it was Without Hesitation. And so, for me, that one stood out because, I mean, of course, the Cell games are amazing. And I I think I, especially growing up being a Dragon Ball Z fan, I think I really enjoyed the Cell games so much because it's almost like what, the last Ronin did for me back in the day. Cause like when the last Ronin came out, it was so cool for me to sit back and see my brother and my sister, both excited about this book that's coming out and wanting to read it and, you know, talk about it and stuff. And that was super cool because, um, you know, in past episodes, Juan said, you know, he, he was never really much the comic reader and everything like that. And our sister, wasn't either but she grew up with us watching these cartoons when we would make her watch that over her garbage shows or she would play (laughs) action figures with us and of course it would always end with a random turtle learning how to fly and crushing our hands oh yeah um (laughs) but so it 
Um, yeah, so the Cell games really kind of did that with me with Dragon Ball Z, too, because, you know, again, this is a franchise that me and my brother loved, and we would watch everything. And then for some odd reason, my sister was just, I, I, I mean, to this day, she is, like, obsessed with Cell. And um, uh, so, yeah, when I, when I heard Cell, you know, Cell's just, like, a, a big thing to me. Um, so it was cool to hear him start talking, but then that was definitely one of the songs that I was first listening to uh listening to the lyrics and the tracks and of the track and everything like that and uh not only were the lyrics really good but i thought it was cool as a starting point for this um what was the competition called um between them two the peer-to-peer yeah peer-to-peer yeah so it was it was like the um starting point for the peer-to-peer and it really showed what this was going to be what kind of um battle this was going to be because you know at the end of it uh you have cell breaking down like okay well this they did this uh player one did this and then vegeta comes out and he puts it all in line and he's like you know what mark cooper had the the uh, uh i can't remember how he says essentially the he had the bars of a real saiyan yeah, the bars yeah <laughs> yeah and then self right. like yeah well those are the saiyan. rules so so it, it just shows like that that major is just going to be a hoe about it and try yeah. to win any way possible. It don't matter, bro. So, yeah. So I, I thought that was funny. And I, I thought that that was a cool way to express like how this peer to peer is going to happen and everything like that. But um, I, I remember I sent this to you guys when I first heard the track and I was like, man, that line is fucking like, that's nice. Yeah. That's and, heat. Um, yeah, and it it stuck with me, but this is still like this is my favorite track and this is my favorite line of the album, well, lyric from the album. So, it's uh it's from Without Hesitation and he says, "Keep a lookout like Dende, do the fam ice cold like the Linkway." Yeah. <laughs> like to me that is so badass. Um because Juan used to give me shit for appreciating Dende as a character all the Dende. time. <laughs> and uh the the linkway is far superior to the uh, Shinrai Ryu. In, in my uh, in terms of in numbers, in in terms of everything, nah, all bro. they fucking have is scorpion <laughs> and shit. That's <laughs> all they them. need, bro. And yeah, none of them, none of them have firepowers except for scorpion. That's all they need. He sold them so. Like linkway is dirty. That's why they got wiped out. But no, that that line, <laughs> keep a lookout like Dende, do the fan ice cold like the linkway. Just when I heard that, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit caught my. Fuck. I ain't gonna lie, that the, that was the first like. I mean, I I listened to the other ones, but like sitting there when I had it in my headphones and I was listening listening to the whole album the first time. That was the first actual line that um, sitting there doing stuff, and all of a sudden I was like, oh shit. <laughs> just say then i was like what the hell did he just say and i had to I actually literally sit rug the bar back did it again and i was like oh that shit was cold i was like that for that line right there i was like okay yeah, so now that, i was like now i'm gonna have to pay attention a little bit more <laughs> to me that shit was just oh so good wait wait can i play that part huh oh, can i play that part yeah. All right, here I go. I'm gonna play. I mean, I don't have it lined up or anything, so we're just gonna, we're just gonna. I think he comes out with the gate with the shit, so we're gonna, just gonna play it. Yeah. So Cell comes out. It's it's probably a good like. Greetings. My name is Cell, and I'm your host for round one of Peer to Peer. As you may know, I am the definition of perfection. But I want to know why you think you're the best. I want to hear some bars. And please do it without hesitation. Look at me now, possessive as the pronoun. Shut up and show down the glow. Profile, hold up to your crown. Cause my rapping sounds and needs a cap and gown. So I know what I deserve. I am a nerd more than the word. I'm on the verge, long with the blur. Stomp out who ate us on the curb. Yeah. Keep a look out like Dende. Do the fam ice cold like the Lin Kuei. Snapping at him like the middle of the week like a Wednesday. Don't you even know it's a Wednesday, John? You seeing illusions. We not gonna grow with the things that I'm doing. Hanging with nooses. But for the capital, I find the students and group institutions. Cause... All right, that's all, that's all you're going to get. Y'all have to listen to it.
<laughs> I even like, forgot man. on that song he starts his shit with uh the reference to the last dragon. Oh, the glow. Oh, yeah. yeah, with the Shonov. Yeah. 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 I wow. Yeah, I forgot that that was in that track. So yeah, to me that one that one's the uh the top tier for me. How about you, Steve? Where you where you uh where you landing with favorite track? My favorite track, um, man, a few of them. But if I had to like say something that was like really like made me think hard, was Sega. Because like I I really liked. Oh, everybody loves Nintendo. I love Nintendo. Um, you know all the games, everything, whatever. But after listening to him, I didn't realize how much I really liked Sega. I knew all the stuff he was saying in there and it's really hard to like actually explain it to you. You have to actually listen to that track. Um, but the references that he says in there, you, you get them if you really enjoy playing it. And I didn't realize like in my mind, my whole time I grew up when I think of playing video games, it's in Nintendo. I forgot, you know, like I, I did have Sega. I had Sega CD. I had all that. And I would play it fiercely. Cause I remember, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat was uncensored on there. Uh, you could unlock it where you had all the blood and the gore and everything. And um, but listening to him do the when Sonic comes in, and they start talking. He's like, I want to know how much you know about how much you really think you know about Sega. And he just starts breaking down from Altered Beast to Sega to um, the Lion King glitches and everything that was in there, and just like all all the games. Like, I was like, oh shit. I forgot about a lot of it, but I knew exactly what he was talking about. You know what I mean? Mm. So for me, that like really brought me back, even made me like start Googling these games and like, yo, like really like, I gotta, I gotta find me a Sega like, and collect it like I did the Nintendo. He said, I need that shit. But, um, yeah, I was like, man, I forgot. Like Sega honestly was like, the Nintendo was eight bit. The Sega was 16 bit. And it was a, a lot more mature. And it was like, I remember my cousin being like, oh, we're going to play that kitty, that kitty game now. You got your Nintendo. Come over to my house and we'll play some Sega. And I was like, man, he is correct. <laughs> I was like, damn it. But yeah, so Sega really, really stood out to me as far as like track that you listen to and you're like, oh, shit. Is he is damn? I forgot all about that. So it really made me rethink. Like, I played a lot of Sega in my childhood, and, and then, like I started remembering a lot of stuff about it. So I was like, man, I I really did like that track. That's that one, uh, no hesitation, and that one, and um, uh, Nintendo. Those ones were like stood out to me as far as like my nostalgia and everything. Um. I mean, so many good tracks on there, though. I mean, like, just like for part, like certain parts of this, if you're invested from player, I am player one until now, you know, this had some really heartfelt moments on here and just showed me how invested I was in it. So if we're just going off a favorite track to just bump. It's going to be Sega and then No Hesitation and Nintendo. Like, it's like, because I like the shit that he's saying in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel it. So. No, and I, I agree. I mean, this this whole album was uh, really good. I I didn't have any type of letdown or anything like that. And um, yeah, as you said, it it really did uh, complete everything in a very nice way. I mean, it it, it just wrapped it up with a bow. And I, I think that this one or that this album, uh, you know, it's it's a great piece from him. And Moving forward, I'm excited to see where Mark goes from here. I mean, Mark is, like you said, he's a producer. He's been working with uh, animation studios. He's been working with short films. Um, he's a teacher now. Yeah, teacher. Uh, so, I mean, he, he's working on video games. He's doing music for video games. He's got a lot going on. And I'm, I mean. I mean, it's well-deserved. I mean, he worked mm -hmm. for it. He set a lane or he jumped in a lane. A lot of people, we well, not, I won't say a lot. I'll say he jumped in a lane that some other people created. He was even a fan of, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And he just took it. And that, and that's another thing I was talking to Juan before we started recording. Um, the song Nerd Nerdsmith. Smith, yeah, oh, yeah, like that is 
all the people he would talk to us about that he was like, yo, I, I used to listen to this guy or I like this person or this this person's music was, you know, a big inspiration to me. Like, as an artist for me, I've worked with some artists that I really liked. I've worked with artists that have, you know, are major artists that I really looked up to. And it's it's a, such a uh, different feeling when you, you know, get uh, kind of like a verification type of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like people look at you and it's like, yo, like, all right, yeah, you know what? Because in music, a lot of people won't work with you if, if, for one, they don't like you or, like, even think you're, you know, it's not in anybody's interest to do music with somebody who is a, a lower caliber than you, you know what I mean? Unless you hear somebody in, up and coming and you're like, damn, that dude's going to be something. I need to work with them before everybody else does. But, you know, like the vindication he got from these people on that song, that's that's one of those moments where I was talking about it was like a very heartfelt moment. Yeah. Like that Nerdsmith song is basically the people that really started this nerdcore that he looked up to and they're literally passing in the baton like, yo, like you're you're moving this genre and, and to the next level and we salute you and we're happy and proud for you. And you know, they they literally tell you like, their experience was with him meeting him and how you know how much they inspired him, but how much inspiration he also gives to them now. And I was like, the chorus and everything is just it's very heartfelt. Like I was listening to it, man, and I was like, damn. I mean, if I was him, I would imagine there's not no better feeling than the vindication you get were you, from that track with these people. Were you I when I listened to that track, I was super proud for him. I don't know, like, yeah, like exactly. proud, proud dad moment and shit. Like, yeah, bro, get your get your shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt. I was like, fucking yeah, get your shit. Get. It. I want him to get the most recognition, dude. Like, I feel like he's super underappreciated. And this was like, at least that track was enough to be like, this is all I really wanted. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you if you don't really give. You don't listen to me. That's cool. It's whatever. But the people that actually he cared about, like you said, gave him that, gave him that, that energy back. I, I was super proud when I was listening to it. Like that, it makes me smile for him. Listening yeah, exactly. To that track. <laughs> you know, like I remember, I just like the chorus, the dude that's spitting the chorus, talking about I started this and I'm glad I'm here now, but I'm glad that you know it's in the hands of somebody that's gonna take care of it and love it as much as I did and take it further than me. Is basically how the chorus is like mm-hmm. trying to say. And uh, I just I was like listening to that and that that's one song that made me stop while I was for the first time I heard it made me stop what I was doing. I was just sitting there nodding my head and I was just like, damn. That, that right there, that to me just that's that's a dope ass track. I'm happy for like that was the moment that I was like, and I'm happy as fuck for that dude. Like I'm not only am I proud of him and proud to know him and glad to be able to say, yo, you know, I know that guy. That's that's my homie. Mm-hmm. But like as a rapper, you know, like to me, if, if Big Pun was alive and and we were doing music and all of a sudden Big Pun did a song and he just even shouted my name out, like that would be all the vindication I ever needed. You couldn't tell me nothing else. I'd be like, I don't give a shit what you think. You can tell me I'm the most trash MC, but you know what? The guy that inspired me to do what I do just said I was that guy. So, you know, fuck it. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm good now. So, I mean... I can only imagine for him, you know, he's like, I mean, I know he gets accolades from all over, but I, I, I just feel personally that that track had to meant something special to him. I agree. No, I, I'm, I'm really happy that you went back and brought that up though, because that was the track that I, uh, that I was like, I was going to mention, but I didn't want to say anything just in case it was uh, the song that you were going to pick. Um, and yeah, it was, it was because what you said, like how he, he would talk about these, these artists. I remember, um, sitting in his panel the the first day that we met him and stuff and he was you know describing what nerdcore is and um the people that did it um and two of the names that he dropped was mega ran and uh mc lars and then yep. afterwards just talking to him like shooting the shit i remember he was talking about his um mount rushmore and like who the best ones are and yeah for him to like full circle 
like almost how you said earlier too he spoke it into existence and yeah. he had his mount rushmore at the end of his track or at the end of his album uh like how Juan said passing the baton onto him and everything like that so um but yeah that that was the track that i wanted to circle back and i forgot to but yeah i mean that was very heartfelt and i mean same thing as you guys said that was um just as somebody who has paid attention to his um his career and has spoke to him personally about it and everything like that it was really cool to see that all uh come to pass and uh have those people on there for him and yeah it was just it was a it was a uh it was a nice little touch for sure yeah so you guys need to definitely check out this fucking album real deal uh even if you're just in it for the music itself you i don't think you'll be disappointed and stuff but do yourself a favor and go back listen to everything because the story is worth checking out Mm -hmm. and even at that i mean there if uh if you're somebody who's like not really into music and I, if you're one of those people who's like, who's not into music? I, I can say that. I I listen to music when I have to. <laughs> Other than that, I'm always listening to podcasts or like different types of things. But um, they're, just look at the tracks of the titles or the titles of the tracks and you'll see some stuff that you're fans of, especially if you're, um, I mean, if you're listening to us, then of right. course you're into nerdy right. fandoms. So you'll find something that you like and start from there. Give <laughs> it a shot from there because I guarantee just listening to it and seeing the understanding that he has for your fandom, will it will make you want to listen to more. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, other than that, any closing statements, y'all? I keep doing your thing, dog. Yeah, bro. Super happy for you. Thank you for the album. It was amazing. Um, and there's so much more you could say about the album, but I I would just tell you like, if you're if you love Pop for one, you will not be disappointed. Like they said, it's beats, lyrics all the way through. But if you are a fan of video games, if you're a fan of comic books, of anime, cartoons, um, you know, just the things we loved as kids. And this is just like a, it's a big in for you. Like you, everything you love, hip hop, cartoon, all that, all into this. I mean, I would very much encourage you if you've never listened to Mark Cooper, uh, either Apple Music, Bandcamp, um, Spotify, any major streaming platform. Just look up Mark Cooper, like hanging with Mr. Cooper, Mark C O O P E R, and um, start at uh, I am Player One. Be invested, and I'm. I stand by it. You won't be disappointed. I can't. How many times I've put people onto it, and they're like, "Oh, this is crazy!" Like, it's just, it's just amazing from start to finish. Be blown away. Yeah, and uh, I mean, all all I can say is same thing as them. Uh, listen to it, give it a shot. Um, and to Mark, if you're listening to this, I'm just super excited to see what uh what comes next for you, man. Yeah, that's where we're all gonna leave you. And I forgot how to sign these things out. So <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been listening to us. We are not your average nerds, and <laughs> we're signing. We're off. signing out. That's a, that's what it is. That's the I thing. I think that's it. I think that's it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Later. Cheers.